From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, January 18th. I'm Marco Werman. China's leader visits Washington at a time of growing tensions over trade and currency. Also, the Defense Department wanted a play about the war in Afghanistan to be staged inside the Pentagon, but the producers couldn't pull it off. We would have to bring in guns and explosives because we use those on stage, and that would have been difficult. And residents of an Israeli community near Gaza get used to the rockets. I think it's all in, in your head. It's okay. You can live with it. First up, today's headlines. BBC News with Ian Purden. The new unity government in Tunisia appears to be in danger of falling apart just a day after it was formed. At least three ministers, all with strong trade union links, have already resigned and others are threatening to go. A member of the Tunisian General Union of Labour, Lazar Samali, said the new government is too closely linked to the former president. The executive bureau of UGTT gathered this morning and decided not to acknowledge this government. Why? Because this government was organized by the overthrown general. In response, the interim president and prime minister announced their resignation from the RCD party of the former president. On the streets, there's been more violence, with riot police firing tear gas to break up demonstrations. At the same time, opposition figures who've been in exile have begun returning to Tunisia. The former Haitian leader Jean-Claude Duvalier, also known as Baby Doc, has been detained by police two days after his surprise return to Haiti after 25 years in exile. Earlier, the Haitian authorities said they were going to question him to determine whether he should be prosecuted for stealing from the Treasury. Andy Gallagher reports. Jean-Claude Duvalier has been at the Caribe Hotel in Port-au-Prince since his surprise return to Haiti on Sunday. Dozens of Haitian police officers have been posted both inside and outside the building, and it's reported that the former dictator met with senior judicial figures on Monday night. Now he's been taken into custody by the police, but it's not clear whether Mr Duvalier has been arrested or if he'll be charged with any crimes. At least 60 people have been killed by a suicide bomber in the Iraqi city of Tikrit. About 150 others were injured in the blast at a police recruiting centre. Hospitals have been inundated with the wounded and mosques have appealed for blood donors. Tikrit lies within the home province of the former Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein, a predominantly Sunni area with much residual sympathy for his rule. The chairman of an official British inquiry into the circumstances surrounding the invasion of Iraq eight years ago has expressed disappointment that notes of conversations between Tony Blair and George W. Bush about Iraq will not be declassified. Here's our political correspondent, Rob Watson. Justifying his decision not to allow the material to be declassified, the head of Britain's civil service, Gus O'Donnell, said the exchanges between a UK prime minister and a US president were particularly privileged and that it would harm Britain's international relations in future if it was felt such conversations and notes could be made public. With Mr Blair due to appear before the inquiry again on Friday, this decision could make the experience a little easier for the former Prime Minister. World News.